Y'all ready? We ready. Oh, room, y'all ready? Good to go. Three, two, one. No. The Solution. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Delicious Tears. I'm your host, The Solution, where we talk about a myriad of plethora of topics for 15 to 45 minutes, somewhere in between there. Shout out to all the donors, all the loyal listeners, and remember you can always listen to the podcast via the Anchor app. Make sure you download that. But if you download it verse, you can always check it out on Google Podcasts, Apple Tunes, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Shoutcast, WordPress, you name it. There are several platforms that you can check out the podcast on. So you say, well, how do I listen to it? Just type it in your browser. It pops right up. Okay. Delicious Tears podcast is there. But we got a good one for today. Uh, y'all know I'm big on um, semantics, vocabulary, things of that nature and such. And uh, once again, words, people. Words. And unfortunately, a lot of people get their news from social media and not verified news outlets. And I've always said people don't read. They don't read. It's too much of a chore to read. People just don't enjoy reading when they know they should. They read just enough. All they do is call selective reading and they extrapolate the information that triggered them, that appealed to their, their narrative and their ear. And that's what we have going on. So... Roe versus Wade uh, potentially could be overturned. There was a proposal in the Supreme Court and the document got leaked. Now, make no mistakes. When I say leaked, when it comes to the U.S. government, that just means we're going to slide that out there and see how the people react to it. And we're going to move accordingly based upon the plans we already have. So potentially does not mean it's going to happen. And people literally took that as it's going to be overturned now to to show you how powerful this is i live in the part of san antonio that's called the medical center i actually live on the northern edge of it okay and down the road the main road that i live near there's a um a planned parenthood clinic there and since i can remember coming to san antonio and driving along that road in the medical center there have been people out there protesting every day that that building is open every day. But since this came out, it's like they declared victory. They weren't there. They weren't there. So even the protesters aren't fully informed. We won. We won. So first of all, I know you're going to ask me. Hey, the solution. What's your stance on this? For the record, I'm pro-choice. And here's why. I'm not a woman. And I'm not going to make decisions on what a woman's going to do or not do with her body. Okay? And it, it's a slippery slope at the same time. So I always give people the example of you're in a relationship with the woman and she tells you, Hey, I'm pregnant. And y'all have the discussion. And she goes, I'm not ready to be a mother. Um, 
I'm not up for the you know for adoption. I don't want to carry the term. Uh, I want to abort. She's not asking you. She's telling you. Okay, because we know how this goes. It's it's going to be in her favor regardless. It's her body. Okay, I don't have a uterus. I don't have fallopian tubes, obviously. Okay, I was born a man. Always going to be a man. I have no desire to be anything but a man. And the the women I deal with have no desire to be anything but women. Okay, so she's informing me what she's going to do with her body. Okay, <laughs> that's that. I could ask her or voice my opinion about it, but at the end of the day, she's going to make the decision to carry the term or not, or carry the term and place the child up for adoption. If I don't intervene with that, see how that works. So yeah, I'm pro-choice. All right. So let, let's get into the political element of this right here. We're, we're almost five minutes into it and this should not be very long. If I, <laughs> it might be, because I might start telling jokes and stuff like that. Well, here's the thing. Why would they do this? First, we're going to take Texas, the state of Texas, the Lone Star State. They passed a law last year that said abortions are illegal after six weeks. Why would they choose six weeks? Why? And this is the part everybody's sliding past. There's a method to the madness, people. They just didn't haphazardly go, yeah, six weeks sounds good. Okay? Six weeks sounds good. That's a good number. Here's why. The uh, the average woman is going to be in denial about potentially being pregnant. You know, past six weeks. Okay? Simple as that. Simple as that. Okay? The average woman is going to be like, mm, stress, hormones, you know, I'm out of whack this month. All right. I'll be fine. Around week eight is when you really, really start going, hmm, I just might be pregnant. Only time any woman that's really checking for pregnancy at week six is looking to get pregnant. Okay. For my travels, ladies, feel free to chime in. But from a social construct, most women, I'd like to say, this is my opinion, okay? Just from watching women who have become pregnant as they progress along. And I'll ask them, when, when did you find out you were pregnant? You know, oh, I took a test around, you know, two months, three months. Two missed periods. Two consecutively missed periods periods it's usually where they go hmm i just might be all right i just might be and even still they might not be okay i'm not a gynecologist i just know a good deal of information about women's bodies all right because i enjoy me some vagina so i need to know how it works Face first. Along with the uterus, the cervix, the fallopian tubes, the ovaries. All right. I need to know the process of the thing that provide me joy and a good feeling. All right. (laughs) Okay. I jumped off the deep end. You stupid. Basically what I'm saying, men get informed. 
all right don't go out here trying to make decisions about something you don't understand okay because you don't have one you aren't uh licensed and trained on how to uh treat one how to repair one okay how to maintain one so just 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 stop okay just stop just make sure they're healthy that's it all right if you like me make sure they provide you <laughs> let me stop let me stop i just got to put some humor into this because this is insane this is the the time and the country that we live in right now the mentality of these elected idiots out here and those who support them this is the time we're living in now if you've been listening to the podcast you notice there's a, a pivot okay this is not an us versus them men versus women this is not the manosphere this is not the rip i have nothing to do with them shout out to you all that's doing what you're doing over there but i am not in that lane okay i am the solution i am into finding resources and fixing problems okay we have a problem as a collective as men and women we have a problem the government is imposing upon the the natural uh existence and process of women but the key word is the government why would the government do this i already talked about the texas law six weeks it's illegal okay it's illegal now you can go into all the reasons why a woman would take the route of abortion okay if you're pro-choice or pro-life you can go into all those reasons okay that's your choice to do that well your decision excuse me to say okay i'm going to debate it from here i'm going to look at it from this angle i'm going to exchange meaningful dialogue between people that don't agree with me please do that have these uncomfortable conversations without disrespecting and demeaning and uh trying to degrade the importance of someone all right every look men and women we all matter in this situation this is serious stuff people and i'm going to get a little deeper into this so why would they even go after this it's political people it's political and it, it, there's some some different branches on this tree of this issue that we're looking at to put it in context a lot of people don't realize that black people are the secondary minority in this country latinos and hispanics as a singular element if you will have surpassed us why is this key the problem is is that you need to look at the makeup of families within these three major elements who are the majority of the people in this country okay white people people hispanic and latin descent and black people something's happened in the last few generations and to put it in context i'm from two large families two very large families you just don't see this anymore in black families we aren't having children at that that rate okay if you see a, a black family with three kids you're like wow that's a big family <laughs> but if you go back 
in your grandparents' generation, that's a small family because we took pride in having large families. That was a source of pride that you had 10 kids. You had 12, you had 16, you had eight. You took pride in that. Now that's an anomaly. People look at you like, what are you doing? You know, she need to get her tubes tied. Attitudes like that. Now, let's get into my parents' generation. They were cutting it down to about four to three, even two. Okay? On my mom's side of the family, very few of her siblings had more than three kids. Very few, if any. Now I look back at it. Yeah, three. Most had no more than three. Boy, girl, girl, boy, 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 girl, girl, boy, you know, that's the consistency over there. Now, my dad's side of the family, that is a massive family over there. I can't even get into, <laughs> they, they kind of kept it traditional, all right? <laughs> my dad had three. He had a few, all right? He's on the lower end of the scale. He's the oldest. So, um, yeah. With me being the oldest grandkid. I'm not going to get into that because that's a huge family. All right. I'm from two very large families. So when you get into my parents' generation, they were cutting it off at three. All right. And the reason for that, this is the generation of uh, the Gloria Steinem. Okay. And welfare reform and things like that. And, and social uh, progress and, and the focus on... Uh, women not being desolate women's rights had just been enacted a few years prior to me being born okay uh less than a decade and i'm a little old okay so women were truly being empowered and seen as equals within society on a political standpoint we thought okay so with that uh there was a, a shift the black family was being torn apart and a lot of the, the negative uh, ideology came into um, fruition and was birthed back then. And it's still permeated. We're about three to four generations now from uh, my parents' generation with some of the, the thoughts of, you know, unfortunately, some women. All right. But I digress. But it does tie back into what I'm getting at. My generation isn't having three and four kids. We're cutting it off at two. A lot of my peers have one. I'm one of them. I have one child. And I said, okay, I'm good. And I got a late start. It just wasn't as appealing to us to have all those kids because we thought about, hey, I might have uh, three or four siblings and we struggled a little bit because we didn't have mom and dad in the house. All right. A lot of my friends grew up like that. Some grew up with both parents and they still, it was a little rough. Okay. So it's like, why would I do that again? If I'm not in the situation to do that, I'm not going to have kids in that rate. All right. But, but shout out to the, uh, you know, the, the fathers and mothers that did have large families and they're flourishing. All right. It's a beautiful thing when you, you have things going well for you and you aren't uh, introducing children into challenged environments. and You aren't giving them a, a shot at being um, seeing success and uh, healthy homes and stuff like that. All right. 
but once if y'all hear the noise we we got a storm rolling through here but I, I i had to record this this is like two nights in a row we've had like late night um storms but um we're just not producing at a rate to uh sustain the growth of the population from a census standpoint within the uh racial dynamics of the country but if you look at our latin hispanic element of the population of the country the average family is about five so that's still a large american family because there's still a sense of pride in having three to four kids okay that still exists within some elements of the culture and i'm saying this from an educated standpoint because i had conversations with people from yeah that's that's pretty hectic i know y'all hear that all right but i'm running off battery right now so uh don't worry about we're gonna be good but um you know i've asked them hey uh what's what's a pretty normal size uh you know mexican-american family what's a, a pretty normal size uh puerto rican family what's a pretty normal size dominican family and they've told me oh i got like four brothers i got three three brothers three brothers and sisters you know it's about, it was about five of us you know my friends had you know four to five that was normal a few had two but they usually had three or four kids within that home and i say again why is this key there was another law passed a few years ago where it said if a child was turning 18 in a voting year they're eligible to vote so let's go with a simple hypothetical right here you have a uh a mexican-american or hispanic uh latin ethnic family that that has five people in the home and let's say one of the kids is 18 117 is a voting year you now have four eligible voters in the home mom and dad are citizens obviously the children are citizens the youngest child isn't quite ready to vote but in a few years you know maybe a decade or less they're voting so that's five potential voters usually for the same party because we vote along uh family okay family traditions have a, a lot in play religious traditions it carries a lot of weight in how you vote and who you vote for so don't 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 take that into uh short consideration right there that matters so now you have this uh now what's considered a large family with five potential voters entering the potential voting pool and if they aren't voting for your party that's a problem so that's why here in texas we had all of these these uh polling places that had all these little funky laws and stuff in the counties to to make it harder for people to vote the same thing in georgia all right that's why we had all these voting reform laws and stuff like that because they wanted to slow down the ability of those voters entering the elections the election tallies okay but it gets deeper than that the white majority is at risk 
they are not having kids at a rate to sustain their majority hold on the population in the country. That's what this is all about. All right. I told y'all between 15 and 45 minutes, I was going to give it to you. Okay. I was going to give it to you. And you got it. So the, the Mexican and the Mexican American population is surging. Okay. The Latin X, the hits, you know, slash Hispanic population is surging. Okay. That element has surpassed black people as the lead minority in this country. And they're well on their way to surpassing white people. So they had to do something. Unfortunately, the way these politicians are viewing this abortion law is that you are collateral damage. You are collateral damage because guess what? Even if the child goes into the foster care system, you don't uh, become a parent. You don't become that natural parent, that biological. You don't remain that biological natural parent. The, the child's not in the home with you. They're still there. But now you're stressing the foster care system. And, it, you know, unfortunately, um, because the, the children aren't loved in the manner that they should a lot of times, sometimes they, they go into loving homes. You know, shout out to um, all my, my, you know, former foster kids out there. They're thriving and, you know, they're, they're living productive lives. That's no shot at you. OK, if you were fortunate enough to go to a loving and caring home because your biological parents you know, weren't ready for you and did not want you at that time and you came along these great people. I appreciate you. I do. But. What's going to happen? We have more and more kids. And this is what we hear about more often that these kids, they, 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 they age out of the foster care system and they've never experienced that family love and they get into bad situations because they're still wanting and longing for that. Well, hopefully they say, you know something, I'm going to create my own family. I'm going to have a wife, a husband. I'm going to have two, three kids and we're going to raise them. The way I needed to be raised in love, they're going to get that. But still, we're going to have more kids going into that with the, the propensity of not getting that situation. And that's unfortunate. But they're getting their voters in the long run. They're getting their voters. And that's what this is all about, people. That's what this is all about. This isn't necessary. They need to control your uterus and things like that but it's being used in that manner because it's collateral damage it's basically in the military if i was aiming for a weapons depot okay and there was a church two blocks away and i hit the church while i hit the weapons depot they're going to consider that collateral damage and it's unfortunate because that was not the target but it was in the area And that's what's going on here. This is terrible. Okay. This is terrible. This is terrible. And I'm not for this at all. I, I do not agree with this. Let the women decide what they're going to do with their bodies. Okay. Now let, let's talk about people who jump on things without doing their research. Unlike what I just did. <laughs> 
You can look up everything I said, people. Look it up. Do a little deeper dive. You know at the bottom of Google where it says like one, two, three, four, there's other pages. But because we have this thing called SEO called search engine optimized, those are the links that were usually clicked upon when they did a search, so they go to the top. Alright? That's called being SEO'd. Just gave you a little, you know, social media marketing. Alright. Yeah, all that good stuff. How to how to push your website, just taught you a little something like that. Don't worry about it. Thank me later. Anyway, but you can click on the other pages and do a deeper dive and look for more valid sources of information versus these these social media platforms that's permeated with idiots. Another thing too. Celebrities. Some of you need to sit things out. But you feel compelled to say, hey, I'm aware and I'm speaking out against that. But don't go giving your stance on stuff and it's not your lane. You tell great jokes. You're an awesome actor. You make amazing music. But social causes is not your thing. You just kind of need to stay back in the cut. And when people ask you for your opinion on that, you opine accordingly with research. And not making yourself look like an idiot. Alright. And it's like just stick to jokes. Just, just stick to acting. Just stick to music. And you know who you are. And for those of you who idolize these, these celebrities. And expect for them to lead you. And they aren't qualified to do it. Because they don't do enough research. You're looking like fools too. Because you just like what they do. A good example is the whole Meg Thee Stallion thing. And she said. You know, black women are some of the most unprotected and disrespected, whatever it was she said out there. And basically, it's something that um, Malcolm X has said in the speech. She took that and it wasn't based upon the context of the speech. And a lot of you ran with it and did not know where she got that from. Why? And don't say later on when she did the war show and they had that up there no that's when you found out like oh oh but you didn't know that's where she took that from all right just ignorant idiots stop it people stop letting viewing these these celebrities as qualified to lead you on serious stuff all right they're about as smart as you in that area a lot of times and basically what happened was a lot of these celebrities jumped on the wave. All right. And it's, it's coming out that she's probably that's another podcast episode, by the way. But I'm going to give you a little foreshadow that she's lying and has been lying. And you all followed her. And is there's one clear thing, if somebody fired a weapon, you can do. And a lot of you don't know what it is. But once I said you on research and go, yeah, I didn't know what it was. All right. Yeah, I knew what it was. There's a simple test. She's been lying. But anyway, stop listening to these celebrities because they're putting out stuff. The other part of it is um, the feminists. They, they got their huge platform to stand upon. And rightfully so in this case. But once again, I told you before, feminists, you know, um, feminism not femininity because a lot of you don't know the difference between that once again vocabulary is whipping a lot of y'all asses vocabulary in semantics get yourself with the source people start looking up stuff start looking up words 
instead of just riding the wave and oh yeah you know so and so said that and everything you know they said it so eloquently and you got triggered and you had you felt compelled to repost something now you you attach yourself to some some stupidity and you're stupid yourself now so for all of you who decided to um take this uh, as a moment to beat on men and guess what a lot of men are on your side all right men who aren't political how can i just say it they aren't ears deep in political affiliations are on your side with this and i'm one of them because i understand in what you think is a two-party system democrat republican same snake different fame i've told you all that countless times so you can't throw me in that element with that we're on your side with this but because feminism is is a uh, an ideology an ideology of superiority you got to take the moment to beat on men as a collective and and you know something tony baker i love your comedy but guess what your social comedy stick to the jokes man stick to the jokes this ain't for you okay this ain't for you love your comedy but stick to the jokes man this ain't for you okay this is not for you this is not your lane right here your comedy isn't social commentary this is more of a a chris rock dl hughley lane right here they're they're the pros with the social comedy this isn't for you all right because you you said some stuff and i'm like oh my goodness now you all right first it was some some junior level you know social media comics that put their foot in their mouth with the make the stallion thing and that was you but anyway <laughs> well i don't think men should say anything because guess what they should have vasectomies until they prove that they're financially and mentally ready to have kids because the vasectomy can be reversed um that's not the point here all right that's not the point that's not what we're talking about at all because what you're talking about is sterilization okay we're talking about being able to decide if you can have a child after the child has been conceived that's what if you're going to be able to keep the child we're not talking about the ability to procreate here okay apples and orange but the same basket you idiot okay you idiot stop it we aren't talking about hey uh roe v wade is talking about removing women's uterus you know in 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 uh ovaries that's sterilization all right we're talking about conception and going full term and giving birth here and flat out aborting all right we're talking about aborting and sterile those are two different things you're talking about sterilization that's something different you'll be up in arms but that's not the thing see how, see this is how people jump on waves and make themselves look like idiots that's another topic it's the same basket though all right it's parenting the basket is parenting but within parenting you have 
of, of course, giving birth, aborting, and sterilization, going backwards with that, all right? So we're talking about the prevention, the stopping, and the, the full process, all right? The culminating event, which is giving birth. So ladies, all you feminists out there, which has really been the target of the podcast with Delicious Tears. Because once again, vocabulary has been whipping a lot of y'all asses out there. When I say inclusionary, exclusionary language, once again, inclusionary, all. Exclusionary, some. Which means I'm not talking to all of you. All right? Inclusionary, I'm talking to all of you. So that one word, you probably missed not, didn't you? Yeah, anyway. Semantics. <laughs> Just like the the submissive word has been whipping y'all ass because you don't read. All right? That element of women out there don't read and it's killing you. All right? It's killing you. I'm glad I didn't use subjugate because then that, that really probably would cause some problems. But you know the words to the city girl. Okay, anyway. But, see, I told you people, it's deeper than that. Okay? It's deeper than that. I have expounded upon this for 34 minutes. But, <laughs> let's talk about another element right here. Before I get off here. And I'm, I'm going to do a little, uh, I'll make light of it, okay? Because you got to parody things. I'm into parody. I love parody. Let's say... Well, let me let me back up from a serious step right here. You ever wonder why we haven't seen a male birth control pill? A hormonal ingestible or an implant or a shot that affects the production of testosterone for men? Let's just take it away from the whole politics and they want to be in charge and they get to dictate all that. All right. Let's get away from that. Let's just go with the, the basic common sense approach to this. Why haven't they allowed that? And here's why. Ladies, <laughs> you, you're going to lose out a lot. All right. This, this leverage you have over men when it comes to conception you're going to lose out on that because of male contraceptive of the hormonal virus uh, variety. Okay. So imagine you're up in the bed and you got those legs back. Right. And he's about to run up in the club. And you say, you got some protection. And he goes, yeah, I'm on the pill. <laughs> Okay. See how that works. Now let's talk about the the women who like to debate about pregnancy. Who's responsible for what? And I told this joke before, but a lot it might have slipped and went over some of your heads. Why would you leave if you really don't want to get pregnant, ladies? Why would you leave the risk of you getting pregnant in the hands of someone else? We talked about stealthing when someone removes the condom. In the midst of the act. We talked about that. But as long as that responsibility is not in your hands. 
You can say he got me pregnant. Society goes on. Okay. For those of you who think that way, by the way, that's who I'm talking to. The rest of you be entertained. All right. Those you with common sense and have logic. Okay. And see life on an equal plane. If you really don't want to get pregnant, you would do something on your end instead of relying upon some dude. Okay. You make jokes about baggy magnums. That means that thing could break or come off. Then what? What have you done to prevent pregnancy? Oh, he got me pregnant. The dude with the baggy magnum got me pregnant. <sighs> you don't make sense. For those of you I'm talking to, because I say that now, because some of you just aren't bright at all. All right. For my smart women out here to get this, we're rocking. For those of you who are about as smart as a bag of rocks, have mercy. All right. <laughs> May, may the most high and whoever you pray to be with you with this. So I actually got into a um, a little uh, one response back and forth on uh, an Instagram page about this. And I said, once again, if you really didn't want to get pregnant, you would do something on your end to prevent it. And I talked about, you know, the pill. I talked about IU, IUDs. I, I talked about the, um, you know, you can you can get the, uh, you know, the the, the depot shot, and um, you know the the implant and things of that nature and such. All these different methods, you can get that. And the first thing that a lot of women, once again, a lot is exclusionary language because they say all, all right. They begin to refute things. Oh, you know that could cause this. Women have reactions to this and things like that. And I said the female condom. Crickets. And I was waiting on that. Crickets. So once again, women, and now I'm talking to all of you. If you don't want to get pregnant, you have to prevent it on your end as well. You're relying on one side, 50%, to ensure that you're not getting pregnant. 50% means maybe, maybe not. Yes or no. Why leave that the chance if you really don't want to get pregnant? Because if you aren't protecting yourself personally from pregnancy, that means you don't mind getting pregnant. Ball game. All right, I'm the solution. And you can prevent all this silliness that I just discussed by just being a good human. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast via the Anchor app. All right. Google Podcasts iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Shoutcast, Spreaker, all I, I think they're up to like 15 new podcast platforms. Just search it, it's gonna pop up. Delicious Tears Podcast. And guess what, people? I'm out of here. Peace. solution.